3: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com.
0: The Pac-12's best teams make a final run. Balls, pressure, runs right, throws. I think it's a catch! Stephen, Oregon, Terrence Ferguson. Pressure picked up again. This is a College Bowl Week edition of Danny and Dusty.
4: Brought to you by Mod's PDX. The future of building is here.
0: Eggs, breakfast, and loaded really real with College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan.
3: Hour oh, number three. I'm Danny and Dusty. No Dusty, Rusty behind the glass. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for taking the time on your wonderful Friday heading into New Year's weekend. Just a little reminder, stay safe, have fun, but don't be an idiot. And for the love of God, if you drink and drive and I find out, I will beat the crap out of you. Yeah, there's just no reason for there's it There's no anymore. reason for it Because I believe, you know, uh, at the very least, there's free cab rides and whatnot. And Just, I think just find a way, man. Yeah. Find a way. There's no reason for uh, it. it. It's Just don't. Just don't do it. That's I'm going to get off my little high horse now. Just don't. Yeah. All right. Just don't do it. Alabama is taking on Michigan, and it's Michigan's chance for redemption. This is the one that got away for Harbaugh. Obviously, last year, they had the insanity in the college football playoff that leads to the upset of TCU getting to the national championship game. Mm -hmm. However, Michigan has done everything they needed to do. Jim Harbaugh has ticked every box at Michigan. He's upset Ryan Day. America. Mm. made him cry three different times (laughs) they've had back-to-back undefeated season their defense this year held opponents to an iowa scoring average can i just have a squirrel moment right here yes the other day
2: i saw on twitter and somebody making a joke it was a picture of uh harbaugh mickey mouse and nick saban but not captioned with the names in it so somebody said name the people in this picture and it said jim harbaugh ryan day and nick saban
3: Wow! Yeah, yo!ch <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! It's Jim Harbaugh.
2: Sorry for that butterfly moment. <laughs> oh
3: no! That's great. Are you kidding me? That's greatness right there. That's almost like as almost as good as Oregon State getting on the board here.
2: Yes, it's I love. I,
3: I love going for two there.
2: Right? You know? Yeah. Exactly. Why,
3: Just, why not? Why not? Let There's it go. No reason not to. Let it all hang out. Yep. Which is what Michigan is hoping they could do again. Michigan defense. Holding opponents to one Iowa score or one Iowa game, nine and a half points. Yeah. Remember, the line for Brian Francis here. year couldn't score 10 points a game. <laughs> and yeah, yet, Michigan's rough. defense was doing that. Again, I wanted, look, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, all going to the Big Ten next year. You are not going to, ladies and gentlemen, they are in for a rude awakening. Those bad teams in the Big Ten that Ohio State and Michigan beat up on. Yeah. They are going to be. Oh, you're allowed. Your quarterback is allowed to throw the ball down the field. It is going to be a shock to a lot of folks. Now, is Michigan still going to be dominant? Absolutely. Well, maybe if they don't, uh, if they don't have Harbaugh and everybody else leaves for the NFL, perhaps that changes a little bit. But if they maintain things, they they should expect things to, to to be status quo at that particular university. Yeah. Michigan has everything going for it. So much so, they're currently favorites in this game. Which, it's a little shocking that the undefeated Michigan Wolverines are only one and a half point favorites. Check, let me check the live line. do do did do Let's see. Live line is... <laughs> We're not getting it. Okay. Definitely not going to get that at all. Anyways... Uh, the last line that I have is Michigan one and a half, minus one and a half, which is an interesting spot to be. As we mentioned earlier, the total at 45, significantly different than the 63 and a half point line total that we see in Washington, Texas, where they yes. uh, the offenses are going to be a bit more explosive. Yes. Things to know about this game. Uh, somebody texted in earlier on the Vancouver 4 text line when I was talking about the difference between J.J. McCarthy and Michael Pennix. Uh Depending on where you go, the, certain mocks have J.J. McCarthy higher ver- than Michael Penix. A lot of that has to do, I think, with the fact that you've got. That's Sue playing with my kid out there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Ross is not killing children. No, I'm not. Uh, Sook, I can't speak for, though. This is true. We take no credit for Sook. Sook, Sook may or may not have uh, resulted in missing persons. Yes. As that, that's, it would be funny if that's who I, that, that was my, my Patsy. If I just make, make Sook my Patsy. There you go, yeah, because people would believe it. I mean, right? I mean, look at him. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's out there, you know, with the, uh, the one percenters. <laughs> Tell you what, Michigan defense, that's a one percenter right there. Holds teams under 10 points a game.
2: That's a professional segue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, all right there we go uh but if you take a look at, at what this michigan team does they grind you to a pulp whether it's running the ball like they did against ohio state where they said you know what we don't have to do anything and i saw this it was one of the ohio state message boards it was an incredible self-own and they knew what it was they said michigan didn't have to JJ mccarthy didn't have to throw the ball why? Because they knew they could just kick our ass running the ball and waiting for us to make a mistake. That's a hell of a team. Yeah. That they could just say, nah. We know you'll mess up. Yeah. Because we're going to take care of the ball. Right. You can't stop us on the ground. And defensively, we know you can't do anything against us. We held teams to under 10 points a game. All of that to say is, Michigan beat opponents by an average of 27 points per game this year. That is up three points from the 24 points per game that they beat opponents by last year. Mm -hmm. They have a pass rush. They have a secondary. They have a running game. They can go play action. They do not have a weakness. Are they groundbreaking at any one position? No. They're just really good across the board. Yeah. This is where I think Alabama's a tremendous team. Like I, I know it's. Oh my God, Alabama's good. No way, Danny. Jalen Milrow's volatility is the difference in this game, mm-hmm. and it makes me question how this line is one and a half. Right. right. We talked about uh, Penix's air yards and his uh, uh, accuracy and success rate down the field. Penix is number two in the country. You know, who number one is Jalen Milrow. Mm-hmm. A lot of that adjustment probably comes on fourth and 31, 44 yards out, where he just goes boo and just fires that thing and changes the entire course of the season for Alabama. Because if they lose to what, six and six Auburn there, it's Florida State here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can make all the arguments, but well, Florida State, this and uh, they mean they have the argument. They have the argument. Yeah. But this is also an Alabama team that lost to Texas. This is an Alabama team that struggled mightily against South Florida winning 17-3, going through two other quarterbacks, Ty Simpson and Tyler Buckner, not because Jalen Milrow, Milrow was injured, but because he sucked.
2: Yeah.
3: I, yeah. He was miserable to start this season. Where he is at now, and he's talked about we, we talked about it yesterday, Bill O'Brien basically said, uh, you're not good. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't play quarterback. This is not the Alabama of old. This is not a defense that has seven NFL first rounders or 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 day one guys, first and second rounders. Right. Right. This is not an offense where you have one of another billion wide receivers that they seemingly put in the NFL in day one. Mm -hmm. Jalen Milrose, an inconsistent quarterback. They do have a day one offensive lineman and a couple other day two and day three offensive linemen, But the breakup of college football over the last two and a half years, as you've seen NIL and parity take over the two schools that have been hit the hardest by this are Georgia and Alabama. They can no longer hoard and you're seeing that a team like Michigan, a team like Ohio State, you're seeing an Oregon, you're seeing a Washington, you're seeing other schools, you're seeing Texas's back, that happened because of the parity in college football. Yep. Because guys that were stockpiling on Georgia and Alabama and the mean machine that they had coming after year after year after year. That's that right there is the difference in this game. Because Michigan, they became a version of that, Mm -hmm. where they backfilled and they backfilled. This is back-to-back undefeated seasons for Michigan. Uh And for them, this year isn't about getting there. Mm -hmm. That was last year. Yeah, this year's about winning it. It's about winning it. If you go, uh, ESPN has an article where it's basically, it's changed the narrative. that that they don't care about the details, that they don't, you know. uh, J.J. McCarthy, I felt like last year I got caught up in the noise and all the emotions of it. I'm just trying to stay simple, trying to focus on dominating meetings, dominating practice. Dominating meetings and dominating practice is the most Jim Harbaugh-esque thing I've ever heard. Get in there, slam your fist down, pound milk, dominate meetings. How the hell do you dominate a meeting? Yeah, (laughs) what?
2: I don't know, but I guess he found a way because it's working.
3: Like, I, I get dominated meeting in the sense of, like, if your PowerPoint is just like Hans Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I pulled a Hans Zimmer out of the back end. <laughs> that's right. Orchestra, mu- music orchestral great, Hans Zimmer.
2: Yep. Get that build,
3: that crescendo. Absolutely. Man can write a score. Right? <laughs> that's what it is here. It's about scoring. Yeah. Huh? Hey, like that. All right. Dominating practice. I get that. Go out there. And p- Look, if anything's going to prepare you for playing Alabama, going against that number 1 defense, right? That's the way to do it. Absolutely. I would say that every egg, every egg but one is in Michigan's basket. And that other one, it's coaching it's Nick Saban, it's not as far apart as people will let you think. Saban's the goat. There's there's no there's no questioning that. Yeah, no. There's no, there, there's just, and it's no, it's, it's honestly by a pretty big margin. Yes, but Harbaugh's a hell of a coach. Yeah, a hell of a coach. You look at his resume. Everywhere he has been, he has won. He goes, he turns it around, and he wins. The man turned around Stanford. Yeah, yeah. At a place that you you can't do that right. at. He made them a national power. Yep. He may be a, a X's and O's genius. A motivational monster. He's also absolutely bat-ass crazy. And there's nothing that he does that doesn't make you go, what the hell? The the, the bet. Scandal. Sign stealing. Everything else in between. Yep. But it's just...
0: They like
4: to drink their haterade and eat their hater tots.
3: You go player by player on this Michigan team. Tight end Colston Loveland on last year. Last year, I think it was a lack of focus. Execution, obviously. I think it's just one thing that we've we've been focused on is just we've got to be going in there, everything perfect. All little details, really focusing on them. I think that's the one thing we learned from last year. That's what saving teams do. All of the details, dotting your I's, crossing your T's, prep, 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 go out there and execute. While the Washington-Texas game is going to be more of a draw, as far as, like, I think in the excitement sense, you're going to see more explosives. I think this game is going to be a tactical nightmare for both coaches because it's not strength on weakness. It's strength on strength on both sides, where going up and down, the difference in this game is quarterback play. And I I called uh, uh, McCarthy a bit of a game manager. Mm -hmm. Not because I don't think he's a good quarterback, but what he's asked to do. Right. Meanwhile, on the other side, Jalen Milrose asked to do significantly more. Mm -hmm. And that volatility, while it's there, allows for opportunity. And that opportunity, as we saw on 4th and 31, can turn into some wild stuff. And I think that opportunity is going to be the difference in this game. Whether or not Alabama and Jalen Milrow are able to take advantage of the very limited opportunities. No matter how good a defense is, you're going to get opportunities. Yeah, You're going to scheme them up. You're going to set them up. And when they come there, can you capitalize? Because if you don't, because there are so few opportunities, Michigan will seal those things up because all season long, they have made the the every opportunity that has come their way be the thing that has put the stamp on the season for them.
2: It's you know well, and you mentioned the details and everything that that Harbaugh is doing that Saban does. Harbaugh he he looks for those extra details, like sending out guys for advanced scouting.
3: Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> Alabama did go out and hire a former Michigan linebacker coach right ahead of this game. Yeah, to let you know just how serious this is. <laughs> exactly. Who needs to steal signs when they can bring them to you? Yes. (laughs) All right, coming up next, we will talk about the uh, Blazers and the Spurs last night. Uh, Put a little bow on that. Look ahead to Blazers-Spurs redux tonight with, God, nobody on the floor. I'm sorry to everybody who bought tickets to tonight's game because everyone's out. But uh, we'll get to that and more can be here on Danny Dusty, in the Fan.
1: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
0: You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Dusty. Brought to you by Mod EDS. The future of
3: building is here. It is back 12 awake and once we got Blazers gonna we'll do a little quick hot route, hot route, as the Oregon State Beavers finish their season eight and five after getting absolutely thrashed yeah. by Notre Dame forty two eight. Not, Not Sun Bowl and El Paso. Taking a look here at the uh, the old box score. It is, um, it's, it's rough. Yes. The Oregon State Beavers run the ball 16 times for two yards. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Most of that is getting erased oh. by sack yards. It looks like, cause, uh, what? Deshaun Fenwick had six carries for 15 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah Newell here's three the carries terrifying for zero thing. yards.
3: He had six carries, 15 yards, and one of those went for seven. Yeah. So five carries for another, what, eight yards? Whew. Rough. Meanwhile, Notre Dame ran the ball 48 times for 244 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Bengal Branson for the Beavers, 16 of 2,780 yards, one touchdown, one interception. You look across the board, Beavers go one of nine on third downs, one of three on fourth down. Notre Dame, nine of 14 on third down. There's your game. Uh, 24 to 10 on first downs, Notre Dame. I mean, you just go down the list. They got out rushed 236 to 2. Oof. Actually, I'm showing uh, I think you need to refresh. 244 to 2 to make it even worse. Oh, uh, my 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 final has 236 right. according to to the old Espen.
2: Oh, it didn't change. There you go. They, they, they it t- did say final at first, but yeah, I must they have t- hit it too quickly. A, they took a knee.
3: Yeah. Oh, there we go. There you go. That's where you get the the loss. Yeah. Uh 48 rush attempts. I mean, they just the time of possession was two to one. Almost exact. Forty minutes and eleven seconds to nineteen forty-nine. Yeah. If you're the Beaves, is there anything you take from this game? I mean
2: No. No, there isn't. You've got a, an interim coach who I'm not sure if it's an is he's staying on the staff. The uh, the the interim coach who just coached a beat, I forget his name. Um oh crap. Uh
3: key key fence, uh Oh, yeah, uh, I believe he is. Is he staying on? I believe he was staying okay. on. Or, yeah, because I believe all the Michigan State coaches left because they're, you know, there may or may not have been another coach that was on staff that was supposed to stay on through the bowl game. Right. But may or may not have been recruiting for Michigan State knowing where he was going. And gotcha. Was, may or may not have been escorted off the property by Trent Bray.
2: Yes. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I think, I don't, this is one of those, you just, you throw it out. With the bathwater. As you
3: you said in your update, Silas Bolden picked up an injury during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, that, that's nothing severe there.
2: Uh, I know, And I know that Deshaun Fenwick went out for a bit. I don't know if he wound up coming back in the game, but by the sound of six carries, I'm, it doesn't sound like it, perhaps.
3: And maybe this is why Damian Martinez suddenly couldn't play in this game? Well. Well, he was cleared, and then, yes. he, then he wasn't physically ready because yes, he had been out Yes, because he'd 10 been 10 sitting out for, yeah. But that announcement still came
2: what, two a weeks to of weeks go. To go? Yeah. So,
3: like I said, maybe there's an understanding of how bad this game was going to go. Right. Um, Lincoln Riley in the USC Louisville game mentioned that with a week to go, they had to completely scrap their defensive game plan uh-huh. because of who they were and weren't going to have available. Wow. So imagine what it was for Oregon State. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. Where they lost everyone. Yeah. On both sides of the ball. Uh, man. With the exception of their running back room. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You lost your quarterbacks. Your your offensive line is not there. Your defensive line is not there. Your linebacking core transferred to USC. Your secondary is gone. I mean, the fact that it didn't get more out of shape. Mm-hmm. At least they didn't get shut out. Yeah, they got that late score. At least Was they that's... get something. Yeah. It's what's 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 wild about this is that there's only one turnover for the Beavs in this game. There's only one turnover in this game. Yeah. And it was 40 to 8. If they just, just they just got owned in every facet of the game. Let's good, to give everybody a rundown of how that 40-8 went down. Uh Oregon State opened up four play drive punt. Next drive Notre Dame touchdown. Uh Oregon State drive punt, Notre Dame miss field goal. Oregon State punt, Notre Dame punt. Oregon State uh five play 13-yard drive. Uh down uh they go out on downs. Notre Dame touchdown close the half interception. It was 14 nothing at the half. Yeah. It ended up 40 to 8. They come out of the half, Notre Dame field goal, Oregon State punt. Notre Dame touchdown, Oregon State turnover <laughs> on downs again. Ugh. Notre Dame goes out on downs. Oregon State safety. Yeah, that was when they uh stopped him on the on the fourth and goal. Mm-hmm. Yep. They turn the, they they hold they hold Notre Dame fourth and goal. Stand him up on the goal line, and I mean on the goal line. Yeah. It's on the two-inch line. <laughs> they stood him up. They ran a play, and they got blown up in the backfield, and it's two points, and now it's Notre Dame ball. Notre Dame touchdown. Then the beeves come back. They get on the board, score a, on a six-play 71-yard drive. They get their points and a two-point conversion to make it 33-8. to Notre Dame comes down and scores one more
2: time. It's going to be a long flight home.
3: I mean, it's already mathematically a long flight. On it's got five hour flight. El Paso probably sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. Yeah. Oof. The good news for Oregon State right now is this: Oregon State and Washington State they got control of the money for the conference going forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now they have said that they are going to work amicably on dispersal for this season. Mm-hmm.
2: Ah. Maybe after that you rethink that a little touch. Yeah, I think I'm holding up.
3: You maybe you like, right, you get your money this year. Vancouver Ford text line. Maybe the Power Five conferences that didn't invite Oregon State are onto something. Well, no, that's 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 chicken in the egg. Yeah, if Oregon State gets the invite, this doesn't happen. Even right, because because if Oregon State gets the invite, John Smith doesn't leave for Michigan State. I, I don't think he does.
2: He doesn't, and you don't have the mass exodus of all the players. Yeah. It now would he have left for a big job? Maybe. Well, and maybe eventually, maybe yeah. not this year. But maybe if, they, in a couple of if years. they get an
3: invite to the Big 12, he doesn't leave. I don't think he's leaving, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Or it's in the Big 12 with John Smith and all, mm-hmm. all the, Aiden Giles. And the way that he turned it around the last couple of years? Yeah. You don't think they can make a run?
2: Yeah. Look, that, that, that Big 12, we talked about it the other day, yesterday. It's a bunch of good teams, not a bunch of great ones. Right. You know, top of the class right there, there right now, or going into next year, it's probably is Utah. And Oregon
3: State is a team that's played Utah relatively well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, build your program up. Keep going. Yep. Again, chicken and the egg situation. But, uh, yeah, that's that's where Oregon State currently sits right now. Uh, it's tough. It's a rough place to be for all you B fans. Sorry to make you kind of live through that. Uh, I, I kind of throw my hands up. I'm like, ah, I'm a USC guy, so you probably hate my guts anyways. So, <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. But uh, brighter days ahead, hopefully. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, yeah. they got a quarterback situation. They got to get figured out. And by that, you mean getting a quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Malik Murphy. Didn't he commit? Did he? I didn't see it. To him. Duke. Did he go to Duke? I think so. Yeah, okay. Well, sorry. I know I know he was taking the visit to Oregon State, because so I, hadn't, I hadn't checked yet. So, there you go. Well, I me mean, go. Uh, there's more bad news for you. You still don't have a quarterback. Dude. Sorry, Beast fans. I'm not, I, I love you guys. I genuinely do. I'm sorry. Uh, coming up next, though, we will hit on uh, Blazers-Spurs uh, last night, tonight, and what it kind of means for the Blazers going forward, uh, where they currently sit. And, my God, the Pistons did it again. But first, here's the Big Gun Sports Center update. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. We get it. Attention
4: spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
0: This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty.
3: Brought to you by Mod CDX. The future of building
0: is here. On 1080 The Fan.
3: Before we dive into the matchup between two hilariously bad teams, one with five wins, one with eight Portland Trailblazers, and the San Antonio Spurs tonight uh, in a rubber match, I guess a rematch between the two uh, last night with basically everyone out now. No Victor Yama, Uh, While it has not been made official, it's going to be made official here shortly. Uh... Victor Wembenyama in the post game after having an absurd game. Uh, quick little peek behind the curtain uh, at on media row. Eric Gunderson was filling in for Annie Peterson. Uh, Sean Heiken and I were all sitting together last night, uh, and we were all giggling like schoolgirls every time Victor Wembenyama did anything absolutely insane. Moses Brown is seven foot two. Moses Brown never in his life has had somebody block him going down. It happened twice on a dunk. Moses cocked it back. like, I'm going to yam on this dude. And Vic said, nah, son. Twice on a dunk attempt. Just put his big-ass hand on that ball and just pushed it down. Moses Brown looked like he had seen God. The light came down. It was too bright. Yeah. And don't get it twisted. Vic did that to everyone last night. I, I mentioned Jeremy Grant. Last night he threw up a layup. He was like, I, I didn't know where I had to go with that thing. Uh, talked to Scoot and he was like, Yeah, you know, I played against him before, but you know, it, you got to adjust everything. Jabari Walker was like, Oh, he, he, you think he's there? Then he's not, and then he's there. And he's like, There was a lot of just awe. And you're talking about guys at the top of their game in a world that you're just sitting there going, You mean these guys all have egos? They they know who the best it truly is, but they still like, No, nah, man, I'm not afraid of this guy. There was fear. Yeah. Legitimate fear. <laughs> that, that's the kind of the stuff that he can do, is he will put you in a place where there's legitimate fear in how you play basketball. But what is hilarious is what he said post-game, after his first game against Scoot in Las Vegas. This is what he had to say about Vegas.
0: To me, it's probably on earth, is the closest thing to a dystopia so (laughs) i'm not the biggest fan of vegas uh... my god
3: eric gunderson who was doing work for the ap came in and told us in the blazers locker room what Wemby had just said and it was like oh this guy's good like not only is he great on the court he's great off the court man like already like and i started thinking is this a is this a subtle jab at LeBron James and Fenway Sports Group and the Las Vegas NBA team that's coming soon? I'm like, do we have a budding rivalry? Like, oh! Because here's, here's the thing. The league is looking to hand off the reins of this of 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 superstardom mm-hmm. from LeBron and Steph to somebody. They tried Zion. They tried Ja. And there's been this hesitance to international players like Giannis, like Luka, mm-hmm. like Jokic. Right. But if you listen to Wemby talk and how he talks, there's a French accent. Don't don't get me wrong. Right. But stuff like that, the anecdotes, the way he talks, the professionalism, while also having a sly undertone to everything he does, that sells, man. Listen to the room laugh.
2: Right. There's exactly. a there's
3: a charisma there yep. that charges the room. It's not just what he did last night. And again, what he did last night, 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, five plus blocks, two plus threes, like otherworldly stuff.
2: Another squirrel moment here. It almost it me. reminds me of the moment in Step Brothers, where they're all sitting around to dinner, and Adam Scott and his family are coming over, and they're meeting him, uh, uh, you know, um, John C. Riley's dad is meeting him for the first time, and he's just smitten with Adam Scott and all the stories, and he mm-hmm. just giggles like
3: a little girl whenever oh, he yeah. says something. yeah. Reminds me of that. No, it is. Yeah. There's, the, but there's a real charisma to it. He, he, it's, it's, it's. Look, you can say what you want about LeBron James and his stupid book reading on the first page nonsense, and how he knew everything was going to happen before he knew it was going to happen, and how he invented bonus tracks on albums, like all of the super corny stuff. Yeah. But he's charismatic as hell, and he is a a, a basketball savant, mm-hmm. and he is a brilliant business manager, and all those things. Wemby's watched that his whole life, basically. Yeah. He's seen that. And he has people around him who are very smart and are going to set him up for success. Uh, interesting little side note, Squirrel. Uh, his agent is the same agent for uh, basically all the French stars, Rudy Gobert, and one Nicholas Batum. So uh, Buna Njai is his agent. So he had him properly prepared for the Portland Welcome and how crappy it was going to be outside. <laughs> Well, that's so, <laughs> uh, but again, for those that are unaware, Victor Yaman last night finished a plus 18 with 30 points, six rebounds, six assists, only one turnover, seven block shots on nine of 14 in 24 minutes. Is that good? <laughs> this guy plays 32 minutes. He's got a 40 point triple double, right? Maybe a 40 point quadruple double. Yeah. Man. Seriously, you give this guy 10 more minutes out on the floor on his pace, Mm -hmm. he's getting four more rebounds. He might get four more assists, and he's getting three more blocks. Well, and just wait
2: to what he does. Like overall, I realize, you know, he shot pretty well last night, but once he starts shooting the ball well,
3: he's shooting the ball okay. Right now, yeah, it's it's like because uh,
2: he's like from three, he's sub thirty percent, I think, on the season. He?
3: But yeah, since they moved him to center, which is now eight games, I believe he's like thirty six percent. Gotcha. Uh, they moves Zach Collins to the bench, and now he's playing center Uh a lot like what OKC did with Chet this year. They just said you are gonna play center, like even if you are outmatched, you are gonna you are gonna play center. Mm-hmm. I think they need to play both. I think both Chet and and Wemby both need to play some four and some five. But I think predominantly the five they create so many problems. Right, the Spurs are just now realizing if, like, if he gets an inch of space and they just throw it at the rim, there's, like, I'm talking high at the rim, there's yeah. nothing anybody can do. Yeah. He can just reach up and put it down. This is, and I've mentioned this before, this is a superhero testing the heights of their powers. And you just, they, you're just like, I wonder what he can do. Like, how high can he jump? How far out can he, can he take a shot? Yeah. How far away can he contest a shot? What passes can he? That was the thing last night. I was t- sitting with Gunnarsson and Heiken. The thing that we kept laughing about was one, the blocks, two, the assists. So you would, because his arms are so long, number one, he can see and th- pass over the top of everyone. There's, there's no double team you can throw, there's no helpers you can bring where he can't see it because he's seven foot five. But when he reaches around somebody to kind of throw a wraparound pass, mm-hmm. like you see an arm that just kind of grows out from somebody's back. And it doesn't like slightly clear. Like you see like somebody like when you see like a little rat pass. Mm-hmm. Ant had one the other night where he threw a rat pass up to Scoot at the top of the key. Unbelievable pass on the run. Wemby had one of those where you saw his whole forearm like come out from behind the guy and then throw the pass. The angles that he can create with his length are just absurd. And he's just dotting guys up. And if all of a sudden this seven foot-five guy is able to pass, he's able to shoot. Create, put the ball down the floor, block shots. Oh, and they have him do. You know he does his stretching pregame, Jeff. Mm-hmm. He literally folds in half. <laughs> so he's not. This isn't Sean Bradley. He's not. A, oh god, it's a really bad example because he's in a wheelchair now. Uh, Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, bike accident. Oosh. Um, he's not George Mirasan. Right. He's not super stiff. Right. Right. He's he's like Gumby, Stretch Armstrong. Probably maybe maybe more apt. Yeah, like he just just keeps going, and the stuff that he can do is just otherworldly. And he just like again superhero just just discovering his powers, and it's unfortunate because they they are managing his minutes. He's very let me just say this: he's very 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 unlikely to play tonight. Why? Because he rolled his ankle stepping on a ball boy the other day. And a little side note, uh, because that happened, there was, the Spurs have a travel party that is very large. Uh-huh. And it is the Wemby party. And uh, Gunderson and I are baseline. And you could feel the Spurs personnel every minute that it got closer to Wemby coming out pregame to get his pregame workout in. They got closer and closer to us and kind of like, without moving us out of the way, Moved us out of the way. Yes. They, they, they create a... Hurting you. They, yes. And they create yes. a bubble around him.
2: Yeah. herd like H-E-R-D, not hurt H-U-R-T. You know. Hurting you. Shepherding you. Yeah. Yes. They,
3: they sheepdogged us. Yes. They sheepdogged us out, and Gunderson and, I, and myself allowed us allowed ourselves to be bad out <laughs> of the way. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, but the way they protect him is, is unreal, and you can see why. This is, you know, we we, we get so much hyperbole in today's society. This is, everything about it's real. There's nothing, there's nothing about him that's not transcendent. On the court, off the court, the stuff that he can do. He's, again, what, What? 30 games into his career? And he's doing stuff we've never seen before. Yeah. What does this look like when he's in his prime? What What does this look like when he's 24? What does it look like when he's 27? Man. Think about it, Jeff. That's eight years away. How much development can a guy have between now and then? And on that same note, how different does Scoot look at 26, 27? Right. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's, it's Again, it's a it's a different scale because Wemby is truly different. But where you stand right now, it was a show last night. Right. It was a show. Yep. Uh, Vancouver 4 text line at the end of the day, Wemby will disappear in the biggest moments. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. Although he also replied with Mark my words, freedom fries, bro. Freedom fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something also on the uh, Vancouver 4 text line. Uh,. I don't like LeBron, but I can understand why guys his age will take some games off. I can understand Wemby taking games off, too. When you look at the Blazers game tonight, the amount of people out is ridiculous. I know it sounds like an old guy, but this didn't happen in the 70s and 80s. I don't think the players realize they're ruining the product at some point. I think this will affect ticket sales and money. I will say this. I, I saw Duop seized th- seize up. Yeah. Like, his back seized up like he was having back spasms. Yes. Six-foot-ten dude with back spasms. He's not playing. Uh, Shane Sharp has been playing through those games where he was playing really well and then followed up by playing really poorly in both sets of games. He was dealing with this, this adductor injury. Mm-hmm. He was gutting it out. I talked to him a couple different times. He's like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I don't think people realize what guys do on a night to night basis. Anthony Simons has played through ankles and thumbs and wrists. Like you have no idea. Dame played through that groin for four bleeping years. Yeah. Ant didn't play yesterday because, one, he's sick as hell. I was talking to him, I'm like, how sick are you? He's like, ah, yeah, without well, saying, you sick. Yeah. Okay. Um, number two, they can't have him in the locker room.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. In fact, everybody you else.
3: Get in gets in your lungs and you're cooked. Yeah. So like that, that's part of the reason. DeAndre Ayton's seven foot tall and he has a knee injury. He's got ten to tendonitis in his right knee. Mm-hmm. And it's swollen up. Yeah. Do you really want the seven-footer in Portland with a <laughs> knee problem playing? Yeah. <laughs> camaro has been playing with what looked like a the same injury the Ant had that required surgery right. for two weeks. Yikes. Jabari got his finger completely yanked back last year so hard, or last year, last night, so hard that he went to the locker room, which got Baji on the floor last night. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys are all... If you guys saw what Jabari Walker looked like on a night-to-night basis, it's become a runny, running joke that when I, I get back in the locker room after the game, I go, how many, how many uh, cuts you got tonight? He has had... Uh, uh, God, who got him the other night? Somebody got him with an elbow so bad that it cut him open. Oh, geez. An elbow cut him open. That's not good. Yeah. He had blood all over his his under jersey. The dude is scratched and clawed and torn up every single night. His legs were cut up last night, and typically on any, any given night, he's got three or four cuts on each arm because too many of these dudes in the league don't get their nails done. Got, got a bunch of Rip Hamilton's out there carving them up. Yeah. It's terrifying. I'm sure that's by design. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Look, a state secret here. Yeah. Dame used to keep his nails long as hell, just for yeah, that. Right? Viciously long. Yep. Used to get him, get him, get him good. Get him good. All right, come on, next. We'll put a little wrap on this. Little, little wrap on little bow on this show. Wrap things up. There we go. Use my tongue uh, and use my words, and then we'll hand you off to. Uh, it's not Isaac and Sook. It's Patrick and Sook. Souk back in the studio. Jordan Schultz behind the glass. We'll get you all ready for primetime. Come up here on Danny and Dusty. Today, the fan.
0: This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mod PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan.
3: Well, I have a feeling this talk isn't going to end any soon. Russell Wilson willingly speaking to reporters about the report from uh, Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Our own Diana Rossini, formerly of Comcast Sportsnet, the defunct network here in Portland. Uh, she obviously broke the news that Russell Wilson was asked... Or told, so to speak, following the bye week, that if he did not uh, remove his guarantee date on his injury or non-injury guarantee in March of next year, that they would bring in a backup quarterback and he would not play, so to, for the Broncos to protect themselves. Following that report, Russ addressed those head on today.
0: During the we beat the Chiefs,
2: they they came up to me during the um, they came up to me during the uh, bye week and began the bye week on Monday or Tuesday. And they told me that uh, if I didn't change my contract, my injury guaranteed that I'd be, uh, you know, that I'd I'd be benched for the rest of the year. And uh, for, I don't know, I think we had nine games left or so. Uh, I was definitely disappointed about it. And uh, it was a process throughout the whole week, um, for a whole bye week. And, um, you know, it was, was, uh, you know, we, we just came off beating the Chiefs, played a pretty good game against the Chiefs. We just came off of that. So I was excited, obviously, for us fighting for the playoffs and get on a hot streak. And, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, NFLPA and NFL got involved or whatever, I think, but at some point, but.
3: Woo, doggie. Do you think, do you think Jared Stidham is looked at as a scab in the NFL? Because he's now done this for Derek Carr and now Russell Wilson. What? I mean, he's he's just going to get his check, man. Right, exactly. And he doesn't like like you can't like if if it's not him, it's got to be somebody else. But he's signing in.
2: It's not like he's signing in, coming in knowing the situation. Well, I
3: think he might be. Well, I think he might be. They signed him in week eleven. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, they signed him in week eleven. Well, okay, maybe. (laughs) I I think it was like a two year, ten million dollar deal. Okay. Well, yeah, that maybe changes things a bit. Yeah, Jared Seven Ones was just like they didn't just go get a quarterback. <laughs> they got a guy in to like eh, me, 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 me. The, the this is the Broncos ownership going. Hey, what if we win out, but we sit down Russ, but we bring in a quarterback who's maybe good enough to get us by, mm-hmm. and if we're lucky, we get a playoff game and we get a pro you know a, a, a playoff cut right from the NFL, get that money from the playoff game, man. They are all owned by the Walmart family.
2: They're slashing prices, baby. <laughs> Roll back. Roll back.
3: <laughs> rolling back prices. Oh, man. Look, I am not a Rush, rush a rush supporter in any way, shape, manner, or form. Right. He's handled this whole thing like a pro. Yeah. He could have gone nuclear. Yeah, absolutely. In season. Yep. And had every bleeping right to do so. Sm- small smallest of tips of the cap Yes. to Russell Wilson for being a professional because they they said that they, they told him they were coming for his bread well and they didn't exactly handle it terribly professionally god no <laughs> you know I'm telling you right now Odyssey comes from my guaranteed money they better not put me on air right they better not put me on air yeah. you better not no kidding <laughs> <laughs> alright guys thank you for riding with us this year we appreciate you. We love you. I know Dusty feels the same way, Rusty. Uh, thank you all for uh, helping us grow this show. Uh, the 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 data supports uh, our growth here. Uh, thank you for riding with us. We truly, truly appreciate you. We love you. Uh, stay safe. Have a wonderful, wonderful New Year. Uh, we'll catch you guys back here in 2024. Stay safe, and uh, we'll hand you over to a Patrick Harris. And souk edition of Primetime with Jordan Schultz behind the glass. Thank you all so, so very much. Uh, have a happy, happy new year. Take care.
1: Mm, bye. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.